Hello, and welcome to Faith Facts with Father Howard. I'm Lindsay, along with Father Howard, and today we will be discussing prayer. So let's jump right in. What's really interesting about this, Lindsay, you know, with prayer, fast, and alms, they really are, you might say, uh, pillars of key pillars of, of the Lenten season. Um, it's they're mentioned uh, in the readings for we have for Ash Wednesday about the importance of prayer, fast, alms giving. Uh, they are certainly part of the rich tradition uh, of the Catholic tradition, and I would say Christian tradition. But they even go beyond that. Uh, in many ways, they're key pillars to the the Jewish tradition also, um, that Jesus would have certainly been uh, familiar with these uh, these concepts and and the importance of these concepts. But to take it, you know, really more specifically to where we're coming from here in regard to the Lenten season, is that they are uh, very important to us when people, you know, saying, well, gosh, you know, what do I do with Lent and, and, and what do I do for Lent? And and as we kind of alluded to when we were talking about Ash Wednesday and Lent in a couple of episodes is that the, the church really does give us, you might say, a little bit of a guidebook in order to enter Lent well. And if we, we take just these three pieces of that, uh, I think it really does help us to, uh, I think, to, to center ourselves and to take the season of Lent a little more seriously, but also, as I alluded to previously, is that to enter it with a greater sense of joy and not a sense of, of this terrible, dark time or a suffering time, uh, remembering that Lent is to prepare us for something greater, something better. That is Easter joy. And I, and I, I think we, we cannot... Uh, we can't lose that sense that we are to ultimately focus on Easter joy, not on some you know arduous moment in time called Lent that that somehow weighs us down or, or tends to almost bury us. Uh, so if we take them just one at a time uh, with prayer, uh, when you think about prayer, what is prayer but really opening ourselves to God? That's really what it comes down to. True. It's it's something that builds our relationship with God. Uh, prayer can come in all sorts of, of 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 manner, shapes, and forms. There is no one set or type of prayer that is better than the other. All prayer is good prayer. And, you know, and, and sometimes people forget that that oh my gosh, I have to pray this way or I have to pray that way. Anytime a person focuses on God and opens themselves more deeply to God, which really is what prayer does, helps us to accomplish, is that it's good prayer. If it's five seconds or five hours, if it's, you know, something we recite, and we have plenty of those in our tradition, or if it's simply being silent, being still in God's presence, that's good prayer. And, And we can tend to forget that. Thinking that I've got to pray this way, or there is a right formula. It's good if it's if it's prayer. It's good. That's good. I I, I personally very much dislike when people ask me to pray out loud to a group, like you know, lead our prayer for this, and I get really like you know sweaty and nervous. And one time I was on a for a confirmation retreat. Um, our old DRE said just 
just lead them in prayer and then, you know, get off the bus and drive, you know, in your car. I was like, okay. And I ended the prayer with, um, yeah, amen. <laughs> so it's good to hear that that still is good prayer. <laughs> it, it is. And, and, but part of this is our history that uh, when you think about it for so long, prayer was relegated to priests and men and women religious. They were the experts in prayer. And and in some ways, we were led to believe, and I don't think it was meant to be this way, we were led to believe that somehow there was a right way to pray, that there was a right formula that you had to end in a certain way. And when you think of rituals, the Mass, various prayer services, Mm -hmm. there is a ritualistic way to end something, to begin something. When you, someone like myself, who has been doing this for, for over 40 years now, when you think about it, is that you get pretty good at it. I mean, some people st- can't, you know, it, they have a hard time just speaking in front of crowds or in, in spontaneously, no matter what it's about. Sure. Um, but, and, but still, it's, it's uh, recognizing that when it is done genuinely, when it is done simply, I have heard people in you know who are in their 90s lead beautiful prayer. But I have also heard people who are in second and third grade <laughs> in some ways lead beautiful prayer. And it's amazing that each comes out of their own experience, you know, the wisdom and the life lived of a, of a 90-year-old plus or whatever, and what they bring in their experience of God. And then you have, a, you know, a little bitty person who is praying for their grandma and their gerbil, and they're not quite sure who's most important here, but it is somehow connecting us with God. Mm-hmm. And, and we do, we smile about that, but I think we have to try to get beyond that sense there's a right way to pray. Jesus taught us different ways to pray, there's no question, you know, of, of, of just asking and, and giving thanks and, and all, you know, when you start to look at those ways of prayer. But really when it comes down to it, it's whenever we open ourselves to God, and if it is one word or no words, it's, and it's genuine, it's good prayer. Five minutes, five hours, good prayer. That's why I also I encourage, you know, adults because our lives are crazy sometimes. And and moms and dads say, "Oh gosh, Father Howard, I just don't, you know, don't find the time." I said, "Well, think of it this way," he said, "I think you're probably thinking that, oh gosh, I got to sit down for an hour and meditate or or whatever." Sure. And that's not what we're asking. Take five minutes, maybe five minutes. Everybody is kind of asleep. Maybe there's a nap being taken. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe there's these moments of silence. Just grab those moments saying, Lord, this is your time. If it's five seconds, let it be five seconds of God's time. The other side to that coin, you might say, is then also being able and willing to listen. Because the Lord continues to speak. So prayer is... is uh, Prayer, any prayer is good prayer, and I think we <laughs> have important. to remember that. Yeah. And impo- yes, very important because it opens us more deeply uh, to to the voice of God, and, and and it helps us to grow in that relationship with God. So prayer is one of those those key key pillars um, sure. that that we have. I heard once, <laughs> and I thought it was kind of brilliant that you know people are asking for prayers all the time. Will you pray for me? Or you want to pray for someone, and say you're going to pray for someone. 
just do it right there, right then. Don't wait until later, which is sometimes like, oh, yes, I'll pray for you later. Sometimes the mentality to just take a minute or Mm -hmm. a second and just say a prayer for that person. Uh, Many of our uh, Protestant brothers and sisters are very good at that. Let me pray with you over the phone or Uh let me pray with you here right now, right here in in this store and this cafe. And and we can tend to, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, now what do I say? And we can tend to be a little nervous about that. Uh But there is a grace in that of being able to have that spontaneous moment. And, and people, at t- many times, they experience, wow, this, this wave of peace that came over me because I was in the moment, in the moment. And sometimes we have to be in the moment. The other thing that I find at times, people ask me, obviously, always to sure. pray for them. Sometimes it's because they think, you know, my prayers carry more weight than others. They don't? They don't. What? <laughs> Trust me, they don't is that uh, sometimes it's hard to remember who you said you were going to pray for. So I find that that as part of my own prayer practice is that, you know, when I pray in the evening or when I take those those moments to pray, is that I lift up to God, really, all of those people that I have promised to pray for. Because you do, you get a lot of requests. And I take those requests seriously. I don't brush it off saying, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, I'll pray for you. Because sometimes that can sound very trite. Mm -hmm. Um, But I take that seriously. And so when I I gather my prayers, you know, many times in the evenings, what I do is I lift up all of those people that I have promised to pray for, whether I necessarily remember all of the details or not, I believe God does, and God takes them all to himself. I lift all of those folks up there uh, because I think it's important that I, that I do that. Because one, I said that I would pray, and I also believe that there's great power in prayer. There's, there's just great power in prayer. Um, yeah. Does it matter if you're praying to God the Father or Jesus or how, what? Each of them... Holy Spirit. I, I think each experience carries with it, you know, a, a, a different element. Um, in many ways, you know, if we pray to God, the Father, uh, God, Creator, uh, you know, we're, we're it's it's so it's a way of looking at the world. It's a way of, of 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 building a relationship that we have. And when I think of God the Father or God the Mother, for that matter, because God doesn't have a gender, is that you know, it's a relationship with, with, in a sense, a parent, as opposed to, you know, when I think of, of Jesus as Son of God, as Jesus, you know, we walk with Jesus, He walked the earth, that, you know, that relationship with Jesus, like with a sibling, uh, our brother Jesus, um, walking with Jesus, He walked the earth. Um, it's, there's a different way that we relate, there's a different way that we, we be, are able to see or experience how God is able to relate to us and relate with us uh, and to come to know more deeply our thoughts, come to know more deeply our desires, our concerns. The things that trouble us uh, are the things in many ways that, that trouble Jesus, you know, the, the stresses, the tensions, the you know, concern about family, concern about the, the society in which you live, concerning about your friends. Those are things that, that, that concern us also. And we are able to recognize that Jesus 
knew suffering. He knew love. He knew those things that, that's, that make us who we are as human beings. And, and so we relate to him differently than we might with God the Father. And even when we think about the Spirit, the Spirit a sense of, of that which drives us, that which motivates us, that which, you know, the, the, the depth of it. Again, it's, it's a different kind of experience. And I think that we, we flow through those in many ways without really even knowing it. But when you think of the whole Trinity itself, it's about relationality. It's about experiencing relationships on different levels, different planes for different reasons. And, and we flow through that with, with people we know. And, and I think what happens in many ways is we do the same thing and we pray. Um, it's, it's not always something conscious, but, but something that, that we know more intuitively, you know, as we, as we engage uh, in, in our relationship with God, Father, Son, or Spirit. <clears throat> Even when... <clears throat> We think about prayer. Um, we, we were taught years ago, I was taught that there were four types of prayer. I know they express them a little bit differently today, but we were talked about adoration, reparation, thanksgiving, and petition. You know, those were the serious. four types of prayer. You know, adoration, we give praise to God. You know, reparation, we say we're sorry. Um, when we talk about thanksgiving, you know, giving thanks for all that we have. Uh, petition, asking. Lord knows, you know, we're always asking. But as we go through those different kinds of prayer, and we can do that, you know, almost in a single breath in some regard, mm -hmm. is that we're relating we're relating with the divine in different ways and on different levels. So I think when we, when we talk about you know, prayer, it's really building relationship. And, and I think that's the, the marvel in many ways when we think about the, the theology of Trinity that we have and, and, and the theologies that, that help us to, to look at that. It's about relationships. It's really prayer is about relationship. And I suppose if you're thinking about it that way, and how do you get to know other people? You sit down and talk with them. So sit Precisely. Down Precisely. You wouldn't say to someone, I really, really, really like you and I want to be your friend. I'll talk to you on Christmas and Easter. You wouldn't say that to a person. It's, it's something ongoing. It's something that happens sometimes sporadically. Or I should say not sporadic. Well, sporadically yeah. would be good, but spontaneously. Sometimes it's more planned. Think about relationships that any of us enter, really. Is that all of these different moments help us come to a point and saying, I want more. Or I want less. I mean, you know, in human relationships, I, I really, there's no connection there. But so often... It, when we take those steps, and it's hard work to do that, I mean, if you're really serious about a relationship, is that when we take those steps, we discover something about ourselves, we discover about the one that our love is, is geared toward, and, and, and something begins to happen. There is, and the same thing in many ways with God, is that something begins to happen, and, but it doesn't happen if we don't spend time with it, if we don't... Sure you know, really work toward helping something to happen. Relationships take work, you know. That's true. And prayer is, is no different in many regards. No different. <clears throat> oh. Interesting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really, it's fascinating because uh, at times we want it to be more magical. Um, 
and, and instantaneous, but it's not that. Uh, again, when we think of the relationships that, that we are in, in any number of types of relationships, is that uh, there are times when you really screw up, but there are t those marvelously graced moments. There are times when in that relationship that literally, when you think about it, we are standing there and saying, this is who I am. And I don't have to pretend. I don't have to make up anything. Prayer literally helps us to strip away all of those things that get in the way of, of, of needing to put on airs, as we might say, or to, to put on a disguise and saying, I don't need to do that with God. If, if I'm frustrated or I'm angry, sometimes I will find myself raging at God because that's what I can do with a friend. That's what I can do with, with someone that I am in a relationship with. That's something I can do, and I don't need to feel guilty about it. I don't need to feel, you know, that somehow I'm wrong. I just sometimes need to unload sure. and trust that God listens. And, and the other part to that is that then at the same time, after I've raged, then I need to listen also. But don't people in relationships do that for one another? If it's genuine, I believe they do. Mm -hmm. uh, we do that to good friends. We do that to family members. Um, being able to, uh, to express sorrow and grief uh, when you think about that, if, if we cannot cry before God or others, I mean, what does that say if somehow the God I believe in, I can't be mad in front of, I can't cry in front of, I can't, I can't be stressed out in front of, knowing that he accepts me embrace, and embraces me for who I am and for what I am. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> in thank all, goodness. All of that. Exactly. Thank goodness. Because it's, it, it's, it allows a tremendous amount of freedom then to be able to then to go before that God and to say, you know, I'm really sorry. I really am sorry that, you know, that, that I have begun to maybe be less generous or less kind or less compassionate and to to say that and to know that that being sorry is is accepted i can go before god and and just play play and give thanks just give thanks for no reason other than to give thanks i have been greatly blessed i need to give thanks or i can go before god and ask and, and know that it may seem silly, it may seem petty, it may seem whatever, and know that God will take it seriously. But don't parents and loved ones and, and you know, spouses and people in, in just genuine friendships, don't we do all of that for one another? Yeah. And that's why when you, when you think about it, to be able to, you know, talk about prayer and, and when we pray and how we pray is that sometimes it's a moment, sometimes it's longer than a moment. Sometimes, as I mentioned before, it's, it's, it's saying things, but we all know people, I suspect, that we are in a deep relationship with. You don't have to say a word, just the silence. We know we are present to one another. What a gift! Mm -hmm. What a gift. You know, and I think about the, 
people talk about the first dates, you know, with someone, and it's it's just yammering constantly, you know, and saying, (laughs) because you would be uncomfortable with the silence. Yeah. First time you met somebody and you didn't say a word, that would be a little uncomfortable. Uh, Sure, you'd be going, what is wrong? (laughs) Exactly. What's happening? (laughs) Exactly. What's wrong with them or what's wrong with me? Uh As opposed to you get to know the person and you're just present to them. What a grace. What a grace. Prayer does that for us. So what makes it part of one of the pillars of Lent of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving? I think... What is important? I mean, obviously prayer is important, but like, why is it one of the big three? Because I believe that when you think about the season of Lent, preparing oneself for Easter joy, when you think about the season of Lent, of what it means to grow in relationship with the Father, is that prayer is that dynamic that helps us to do that, that helps us not only to recognize, you know, uh, the Father in us, mm-hmm. but to recognize ourselves in the Father. And to to build that relationship, that is just absolutely key. Absolutely key. When you think about what this whole season is about, to celebrate Easter joy means to celebrate, you know, the, the life, death, resurrection of Jesus, which if nothing else, in a sense, is this tremendous, tremendous sign and, and embracing the reality that we are loved so much that he gave his son for us. If we had been the only person on earth, he would have still done the same. To grow in that relationship of that realization is, is absolutely essential. And we do that in lots of different ways. And I suppose with the praying and the growing in the relationship, as we come to the triduum and the passion and all that, it's more, it's like you're seeing a relation, a friend, a loved one go through this and it hits home a little more. It does. It, it can hit home very deeply, in fact, of, of when we recognize, you know, when a, someone speaks to me about the fact that they have done something that has caused great suffering in another person's life, of, of the pain that they experience and, and, and wanting to know that somehow there is forgiveness or wanting to know it doesn't end the relationship, but it changes it. And, and to when we are able to see that, you know, we are loved that much, but also our sinfulness can cause great pain, is that we need to know that the relationship is solid enough to withstand that is solid enough to to endure it and to get through it and it makes the relationship even stronger you know mm-hmm. coming through it um, those are i think are the you know some of the key pieces but prayer allows us to do that to know that we are in that kind of solid relationship and that's why you know to encourage people don't stop because there's no right way it's Genu- a genuine way. Yeah. And, and, and during your day, wow, you know, there are so many opportunities that we can just take a moment and pause and say, you know, this moment's for you, God. <laughs> this moment's for you. Um, that, that builds. And, and uh, then those moments build into a little bit longer moment. And, and then we find ourselves, you know, spending more time uh, because there is a desire for it. There's a desire for it. Interesting. Lots to chew on on this one. It really is. I mean, and it's in some ways it's so simple, but in other ways it is so essential 
that it takes it takes work every day every day like any relationship sure takes work everything takes work yep it does it does so well thanks for this conversation most and welcome we hope you all listening can pull a little something out of here and we challenge you to pray for five minutes today don't yeah. close your eyes if you're driving but maybe while you're driving <laughs> <laughs> and or, remember it's not about being right it's not about a right way any prayer that's genuine is good prayer not right just genuine yes there you go all right well thank you for joining us and we will see you next time 